You know, one of the good things about being locked inside and not able to interact or work, and there aren't many, I'm going to be honest, has been the ability to explore. I know there are creative types who are like, oh, man, I've really brought my weaving to the next level during this <laughs> lockdown, which, good, if you find that inspiration, but I find myself laying on the couch and staring up, and some days are good days, and some days are utterly garbage days, but I have enough friends and enough music fans, enough musicians in my life that I keep getting directed in the right direction, or at least having the opportunity to explore these new spaces, which, I, to be honest, before, I wouldn't have given myself the opportunity to do, and that band right there is a band called Moon Duo. Oddly enough, two people, but they were formed by the guitar player from a band called Wooden Ships out of California. Ships being spelled S-H-J-I-P-S. Hmm. The J is in there. I'm not sure if it's silent or not, so I just say shjips. <laughs> I don't. I don't really. I don't really know. Not a stitch, officer. Uh, but but also exactly. And everything's no, no officer. It's hi. How are you? Not how high are you? Uh, and Sine Yamada, and they do this combination of electro and deep psychedelic guitar rock that is extremely hypnotic. Makes me wish I still smoked the weed. Oh, do you have any weed, Sean? No weed. Well, shit. Sober people. What's the point? His name is Sean Bernard. My name is Brian Oak. This is episode 52 of the Brian Oak Show. Thank you very much for tuning in. We continue with our checking in series. And I wanted to start with that because yesterday I got a call from one of my dearest friends on the planet. He's a hippie. He's a caterer. He lives out in California. He actually does very well. And right now his industry is completely shut down because... California and New York are the hotspots right now, right? And so he's trying to do the right thing. He's trying to keep his staff healthy and safe and alive, but he's also got a lot at stake, just like so many people do. But we had a 90-minute talk yesterday about life, about sanity, about whatever the fuck all this is. And, and then we both gave each other homework. I said, all right, you have to check out this, this, and this. And he's like, fine, you better listen to two Moon Duo albums before I talk to you tomorrow. And I did, and I really like them. They are they're a weird band, for sure. And he gave me more homework, which we'll get to in a second. But we're going to continue our checking in series with Sarah Morris, who was part of our all-female February uh, not too far long ago, and she is part of one of the main, I don't know, progenitors, I'm not really sure what the right word is there, of something coming up tomorrow called Festival of Valkyries. Part of this thing about being locked down, part of this thing about being quarantined is that we... Oh man, people need an outlet. People need a thing. People need some hope. They need they need some sort of life. I know you just moved, Sean. How are you? Are you good? I'm fine. Back's still a little sore, but other than that, I'm uh, glad to be back in a home, which is nice. Mm -hmm. I know you thought I should have been in the home a long time ago. <laughs> Not that kind of home. No, but I'm I'm fine. It's just, you know, it's it's a weird thing right now because I'm not directly affected by what's happening right now, but I'm annoyed by the people that are living life like it doesn't, that, that they're okay, so everybody's okay. Right. That's not true either. At all. It's like I'm wearing a mask out in public for other people, not for me. You know, that's what it's about. So, you, I mean, you go back like decades and you, you know, you, you always, you, you get used to seeing sort of the stock footage of people in <clears throat> Southeast Asian countries wearing masks. Yeah. They're not worrying it because they're worried that someone else is going to get them sick. They're wearing it because they don't want to cough sputum and particles and droplets on other people. 
That's the whole point of the mask is maybe I've got it and maybe I'm asymptomatic or maybe I don't feel great, but I have to do everything in my power to limit the spread of this stupidity. A large chunk of people are asymptomatic and that's why I wear the mask. You know, it's exactly why why I wore a condom in the late 80s, early 90s. Here we go. Okay. I'm sorry I asked the question. Uh, instead, now, before we get to this next sorry. song that was shared with me, no, actually, it was brilliant. Actually, it was brilliant. Before we talk about Festival of the Valkyries, before we mention any of our sponsors, before we get to this next song that was also shared to me but, uh, with uh, from my dear friend Kevin yesterday, I would at least like to say a quick hello to Sarah Morris. Sarah, how are you? I'm good, Brian. How are you doing? I, I'm, you know what, like Sean. Uh, well, actually, not exactly like Sean, but <laughs> but but like Sean, Sorry, I, Sarah. you know, it's it's there. I'm imagine like you too. Like right, there are days where you're like, oh, it was a pretty good day, and there are other days where you sit there staring into space. And you're like, what has this? Isn't there's not a precedent for it. And I know, you know, like, so my wife's a teacher and she's doing the at-distance learning. I have a 21-year-old living at home. I know you have kids. You're doing the homeschooling thing. More importantly than I am, how are you doing? (laughs) Well, I mean, just like you said, you know, some days are diamonds and some days are something else entirely, which is, I feel like, normal life, but to, you know, like huge extremes, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. The, um, well, the swing on the yeah, spectrum, the swing on the spectrum has become radical. And I think that's the yeah. hard part to deal with is, well, I got to go to the store today, which means I yeah. better find a couple of purple gloves and get my mask and bring my hand sanitizer. It's just, it's, it's unprecedented stuff. But then, you know, there are still glorious moments with your kids or your spouse or moments of joy when you hear a new song you haven't heard before. That stuff still happens. It's just the swing is so wild. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I used to love going to the store, and now it causes me, like, all that anxiety because I have to get my my tools in order. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But, no, I mean, I would say, so I have a 10 10 and 7-year-old, and um, they're doing pretty well. I mean, the homeschooling's hard, and we all want to, like, poke each other's eyes out Mm -hmm. um, on the regular, (laughs) but... Not poke our own eyes out, but probably each other's. Yeah. Um, but no, but they're but they're doing well. I'm we're blessed that well in, in many ways, but I think the biggest blessing with this is that they actually love each like really love each other, really like each other. So they'd pick each other as playmates anyway. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think that that that's a, a win, you know, that, that helps us. I think that's beautiful. Well, Sarah Morris, for people who are not familiar with her name, has been a guest on the Brian Oak show before. And as we continue with our checking in series and, you know, distance learning and distance contacting, um, Sarah is part of an incredible group of women who have put together something called Festival of the Valkyries, which tomorrow, Friday, May 1st, the first day of May, which I don't think anybody when this all first started to unfold thought it would still be happening. And it may be happening for not just days or weeks longer. This could go on for a long time. This was something that was originated months and months ago and now has had to take on a new form. But literally tomorrow, Friday, May 1st, for more than 12 hours, there will be panels. There will be performances. There will be moments, keynote addresses from incredible local women, which, you know, back in all-female February, I 
I got sick of the bullshit. <laughs> and I said, like, you know what? We're only going to feature music from women and women artists. And this is that as well, but with some of the most incredible and experienced and talented women in our community. So before we talk about that, I would like to play one more song, if that's all right with you, Sarah. Absolutely. So my friend, Kevin, who lives out in California, he's the guy who lured me into Joshua Tree in the middle of July when it was 114 degrees every goddamn day. I hate the heat so much. Even that dry heat that everyone talks about. Um, He's one of my dearest friends on the planet, and I, I don't mean to use hyperbole or exaggerate when I say I can count on one hand the number of people I would take a bullet for, and he's on that hand and he and I had a long conversation yesterday and we shared each other with some music with each other we took each other to task we we really sort of challenged each other to make sure that we were both mentally okay and you know physically okay and and doing all right and I think that kind of checking in is important but then at the end we let each other off the hook a little bit and just said listen to this band I'm like well you you like the Grateful Dead don't make me listen to your music. And he's like, you like Queens of the Stone Age. Don't make me listen to your music. And But we fu- we found a couple points. And so we started out that with that band Moon Duo right there, which, by the way, their latest record is not like their earlier records. I would go back to a record called Maze if you want to check out Moon Duo. But he also turned me on to this Japanese prog rock, psych rock band called Kikagaku Moyo. Which, when he brought it up, I'm like, well, of course, I'm what era? I mean, I'm a huge fan. What, what, would, you, what would you like? The and, early stuff? Or? Yeah, exactly. He turned me on to it, and I have to admit, it's very mellow. It's very quiet. So if you have a light beer or maybe a little weed around, might be, might be a good time to go ahead and take care of that right now. And listen to this song. We'll come back and talk to Sarah Morris. We'll talk about the Valkyrie Festival. But right now we're going to hear a Japanese prog rock band, Kikigaku Moyo, and this is called The Cardigan Song. Thank you. 
got their start a little under a decade ago busking on the streets of Tokyo that is Kikigaku Moyo and I hate to sound like an ugly American but I'm always surprised when I see Japanese hippies because Japanese people are so smart and so fashionable and so well tailored and put together and deliberate and so when I see somebody with an untucked shirt and hair down to their waist of Japanese extraction it always surprises me but every single person in this band is absolutely a japanese hippie again kikigaku moyo which apparently in english translates to geometric patterns hmm get your head around that sean maybe i will okay <laughs> then again maybe i won't oh <laughs> uh, what was her name the woman, the woman who wrote that book then again maybe i won't uh teenage coming of age stories Oh, there are people screaming right now at the show who are like, God, you're an idiot. Of course oh. it was. Back in the 80s? Yes. 
Then again, maybe oh. I won't. About, again, he had the binoculars in his hand. And oh, he yeah. Was thinking about spying on his neighbor who was undressing. Nothing. Damn it. I know one of my sisters would know. Yeah, well, I, I, know, I know that every other person listening except for you and I sitting here would know. Anyway, that wasn't the point. Kikigaku Moyo. Now, before we get back to talking to Sarah Morris, who may, in fact, know the answer to that question, um, we need to take care of a couple of sponsors. One is Smart Start MN. They are the primary sponsor of the Brian Oak Studio here at the Brian Oak World Headquarters in South Minneapolis. Chicago and 48th is near to where we are. We won't disclose the entire location, but Smart Start MN is Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. What does that mean? It means that if you, your brother-in-law, your distant friend, someone that you've only met like twice but you still somehow feel like helping has had a situation where they were pulled over for drinking and driving, they can get back on the road. They can start to get their life back to normal sooner and for less money than they might have thought was possible. And I know that sounds like, hey, less than you thought was possible. It's actually true. It's startling how little it costs compared to the cost of a DUI. And they're good people. They jumped on board before we did a single episode, and here we are doing 52 episodes of this particular show. Sean, will you please remind me and everyone listening the best way to both support Smart Start MN and make sure that The Brian Oak Show gets some credit? SmartStartMN.com slash The Brian Oak Show for 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock. So really easy to be able to blowing the little machine to be able to drive to work, to school. Some people are still going to the office that I know of, mm-hmm. um, but an easy way to get around and to be able to make money while you're paying off that uh, DUI. Speaking of, uh, which, oof, don't, just don't get one, but if you do, Smart Start MN is going to relieve a great deal of the stupidity that follows in the wake of a terrible mistake like that. And they're also really good guys. I like them both. Um, the other thing is Sean Bernard, who is not only my friend, my business partner, the producer of this show, he's also a realtor for Edina Realty, the 50th and France location. Now, I know a lot of people here, oh, 50th and France, well, la t fucking da You represent a much bigger area than that, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah, all over the Twin Cities. In fact, I'm uh, going to be helping somebody out up in Princeton uh, next week. So I'll cover a, a larger area. Is that uh, is that in Alberta? That is actually that's uh, yeah somewhere somewhere up by Elk River is what I'm told. I understand. Yeah. Oh, you're a big Ham Lake guy. I love the lake. Love the Ham Lake. Mm. I, I wonder if they call it Ham Lake because it's shaped like a ham it is. or because it's flavored like ham. Both. <laughs> How do people get a hold of you? Uh, and I, I know that like this is a weird time and everyone's in lockdown and we're all going a little bit stir crazy. But people are still buying and selling homes. They're at least looking at opportunities, apartments, homes, condos, whatever the case may be. What's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, 612-859-2594. In fact, I just had a a friend that I helped him sell his condo, and I sold it to another friend of mine. So it's been crazy busy for me right now. I'm doing lots of showings. We're just being really careful when we go into places. I have another place that they're just finishing up some uh, remodeling work, and when that's going to go on the market next week. And another one coming up uh, in Princeton a couple weeks after that. So things are busy. And what I did do is I sent, um, I did send the warming house a, a nice donation from the last couple of sales. Mm-hmm. And then once we go back to whatever our normal is, um, Oof. I know whatever we whatever whatever happens there, 
they're going to get a, a one-year membership for two to the Warming House. So make sure and support them if you can donate to the Warming House. Great little family-owned music venue with about 45 seats in it. Farmstead Bike Shops upstairs on 40th and Bryant. Please support them during a very challenging time. And I feel the same way about our other sponsor, Buster's on 28th. And it's just, in general, you know, again, whether we're talking about your you know, you're throwing star class or whatever the case may be, whatever you do, mom and pop places are, well, we just lost one a couple of days ago, right next door to us here at the El studio. Burrito. El Burrito, this location gone forever. And I've seen a couple other places go down. We have to continue to support local businesses because whether again in three weeks we're like oh all clear yay which i think everyone realizes is not going to happen whether it's months whether it's next year sometime we've got to make sure our communities maintain some sense of semblance that still i don't know feel like communities so that being said let's get back into talking to today's guest and thank you for your patience sarah uh are you still there with us I am still here. Can okay. you hear me? I'm, I just plugged in my fancy microphone. Oh, fancy oh, microphone. Oh, yes. I like that. Well, yes. because, because you are a recording artist. You have fancy microphones. You also, uh, though, are one of a collective of individuals that, if I understand this correctly, also includes Vicki Emerson, Annie Fitzgerald, Jess Rao, uh, Haley Rydell, your friends, your colleagues, you're all musicians, and you, months ago, started working on this thing called Festival of the Valkyries, which I'm sure early on you imagined was going to take a very different shape than the way we're going to see it unfold tomorrow, although tomorrow still sounds extremely celebratory. Tomorrow, Friday, May 1st, the Valkyrie Music Collective is going to present Festival of the Valkyries. It's a free all-day online music festival featuring a lineup of all local Minnesota women, queer women, and trans women. And i got to be honest, Sarah, you and I have only really met face-to-face one time. And I know. I enjoyed it very much, but I hope you understood that day. I I think women are fucking cool. I like them. I really, <laughs> I, and again, not just from the obvious male standpoint, but I know so many intelligent, creative, expressive, powerful, successful women. It's just, it, 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 it it's it's mind-boggling to me that in 2020, even amidst the global pandemic, it was mind-boggling to me when I was a teenager, that we still have to work so hard to promote women, to to make sure that women are seen as human beings. It boggles the mind. What's it going to take? Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I think it's going to take the Festival of Valkyries. <laughs> That's going to be our, our little start or step in that direction. Agreed. And, and for people know. for people who don't know what a Valkyrie is, um, growing up, I was both a fan of mythology and also a very avid uh, role player, Dungeons and Dragons. And um, Valkyries were the heavenly agents who decided who lived and died in battle. And then if they died with honor, they were brought to Valhalla, which, you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of Scandinavian people here in the upper Midwest. Why did you choose uh, Valkyrie Music Collective as a name? So when we first started dreaming, big dreams, a, a few years ago, we uh, looked at the Viking bar and it's for sale status. And mm-hmm. we were, were having some big dreams. And at the time I was like, well, you know, Valkyrie is, a, is like somewhat in the same vein of, you know, of that. And we could, you know, kind of feminized it. And I honestly didn't know a ton of the mythology around Valkyrie and I've learned it 
since uh, that casual reference I made a few years ago. <laughs> uh, it's awesome because I mentioned it to my son. Oh, my son, he saw like some work I was doing. He's like, what is this? And I was like, well, it's a Valkyrie. And, you know, here's a Valkyrie. He's like, well, mom, I know what a Valkyrie is. It's a victory angel. And I was like, oh, all right, 10-year-old. <laughs> Showing me up. But, um, yeah, well, that's, yeah, so that's that kids, kind right? Of where that name, where we started to attach to that name. And we talked about a festival way back then. Also, obviously, our thought at the time was a physical festival. And that really seemed like, I think normally throwing a physical festival is not your first play as an organization because it's a real big play, right? There's a lot of um, moving parts in a festival. And if you're in Minnesota and you want to have your festival outside, you have like additional moving parts, right? And so interestingly enough, in our big, big bucket of dreams um, that quarantine actually made this one feel more feasible than it would have um, outside of quarantine, I guess. Well, and it's, it's so it's expensive to also throw an outdoor festival. I mean, you know, Sean and yeah. I, as we talked before, you know, part of our reward to Patreon members is we promised a live event once a month from the beginning of this. And we have not been able to do that for the last few months. We promise we are getting back to it to Patreon members and we will make it up to you. But we've also had, you know, earlier this year before any of this really unfolded or late last year, we've had discussions with some local folks who... We, we had planned an outdoor festival as well. The the number, as you say beautifully, the number of moving parts, but also the expense, it's prohibitive mm-hmm. when, when something's in its earliest phases. So this might be the best way to get people used to the idea. So tomorrow, Friday, May 1st uh, of the yeah. year 2020 is going to be the official festival of the Valkyries. And it is going to be all day. I mean, this is more than a 12-hour event. Now, I don't even want to begin to think about the technical execution because that is where I become stupid right away. Like, I, I, it, I, it will be lost on me. But before we talk about how people can find it and we talk about the people who are going to be there, what, mm-hmm. what, I mean, what, what, what we can talk about the people who are going to be there, but I mean, like, we're not just talking about online musical performances of people sitting in their bathroom. No offense intended, Sarah. Okay. I mean, what are you <laughs> uh, I did that on purpose, and you know how I feel. I think I think that the the toilet tunes is one of the most inventive things I've seen in Minnesota music in a long time. Um, but when we talk about this, it's not just musical performances. There are going to be keynote speakers, like a dear friend of mine, Andrea Swenson. There are going to be panel discussions. The real point of this is not just to highlight. Okay, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to overexplain. The point of this is not only to highlight, at least from my understanding, not only to highlight amazing female Minnesota musicians, but also to talk about what the future looks like with women in music on the industry side, on the performance side, on all of it. Is that is that fair? That's absolutely fair. You're doing such a good job with all this. I can't see your face, but you can see mine. I'm smiling very big right now. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we really want to start a conversation, right? I mean, I think there is a, like, something that women musicians that I am in community with often get around to discussing uh, when we're talking about, you know, the work is pick any festival lineup you ever see. And, you know, festival lineups always come on a really nice poster. And mm-hmm. so it's this really striking visual, <laughs> visual like, oh, aha! like that it's always super 
uneven <laughs> in its gender representation. I mean, I feel like there's actually a really wonderful Instagram uh, handle that called Book More Women that does this great visual representation where they'll show you the festival lineup and then they'll remove all the men and they'll show you, you know, there's like six out of like a hundred names left or whatever. Um, so we want, yes, to highlight the many, many, many fantastic women and non-gender binary performers in town. But we also want to start a conversation about it rather than it just being like, oh, here's music. Because, I mean, certainly we love music, but um, just as watchers, but um, but the conversation is the piece that we want to, we feel like adds value to the rest of it as well. And so the day starts out with uh, DJ Michelle B at 8.30, kind of welcoming everybody um, into the space, which the morning space is a Zoom chat room. Um, and the panel will begin at nine o'clock. And then we have, um, and we have panelists. We have Becky Hoffman, who's an artist manager for DESA and New Standard and Jerry Messerschmidt. And we have Shelly Mueller from Ordway Center for the Arts and Yua Vang, who's a freelance journalist. And we have DJ Michelle B will still be on the panel and Grace Hall from First Avenue. And then um, we are going to, and Alan Stanley, who is an artist as well as a promotional arm, as well as a radio DJ. So she kind of works all the places. Um, and then we have, like you said, Andrea Swenson giving the keynote. And we are all just, she's done so much to bring a community together of women and non-gender conforming people in town or in this region, really. Um, so I think we're so thrilled that she said, yes, <laughs> we're, we're going to be mouths open. Just like, I don't know that there's, cheering. I don't know if there's anybody else in the twin cities, at least in the last 20 years, for sure, maybe prior to that, but given how diverse things have gotten all the vectors to market, everything else, and just how, different and interesting i mean the music here's always been good everyone knows that right like the twin cities have always been a bigger hub than the coastal elites would like to ever believe this is not flyover country this is an interesting and rich place and those of us who have explored it know that andrea swenson might be the single greatest proponent both of the old school and of the new school than anyone I've ever met before. Now, you have an incredible roster of people playing, and I really want to pat Sean and myself on the back for having about half of them on the show already in the, <laughs> yeah. in the, in, in the first 52 episodes, but I'm not going to go there because that's not what it's about. This is about the artists. This is about, but, but it's also about learning. Like, get up tomorrow morning and listen to the panels. Listen to the keynote address. There are things that even though it's difficult right now, as great as it's always been here, it can still be better. So before we give a rundown of everybody who's going to be there tomorrow and the yeah. best way to support them financially, mm -hmm. socially, whatever, let's hear this song because Annie Mack has also been a guest on The Brian Oak Show. Love and her. She was... Annie! Oh She's my so God. great. And well, here's the deal. Again, much like many of the guests who are on the show, first time I ever met her and she was wonderful i'd heard her music before but hadn't seen her live and holy wow she's awfully good why did you pick this particular song 
Oh, well, this was her single. When did it come out? Six months ago, maybe? It just, like, gets you moving right away. So it was pretty easy. And all of her music does. I love her so much, and she gives fantastic hugs, and that's not relevant, but... Uh, <laughs> she oh, sure I, does. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I think that's actually... Now, not today, because we're not touching each other, but I think when we get back to touching again, fantastic hugs. I used to be a non-toucher and a non-hugger. It always mm-hmm. made me uncomfortable growing up, maybe. I don't know, because I was Catholic or just a weird, shy kid. <laughs> I, I finally, at the age of 51, have come around where it's like if someone wants to lean in and give you a proper hug, it's okay. Just hold your breath. It'll be over pretty soon. It's amazing when you hear certain artists 
where you're like, that was what you're supposed to be doing. And it doesn't mean you have to get rich doing it. It doesn't mean you have to make it your entire life. But thank God you're doing it. Annie Mack right there. Mm, I don't like you. It's a really, really good song. And a nice pull from our guest, Sarah Morris. Um, Sarah, before we get back to talking about the Festival of the Valkyries, which is happening all day tomorrow, I want to make sure we talk about the best way to support the artists involved. I want to talk about the best yeah. way we can support women in music, not just in the Twin Cities, but in general. But I have to hit one more sponsor real quick first. Is that cool? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I just, I know you have to get back to homeschooling, which, man, I get. I'm on the other end of it. My wife is sitting at the computer all day, every day, and she's like, why won't this person check in? I'm just trying to take <laughs> attendance. Like, it's it, it's such a weird new world. But before we get back to all that, yeah. uh, I want to thank Buster's on 28th, because Buster's on 28th is one of those local restaurants who is it, 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 inside the decor, the vibe, the the offerings, whether it be the food, the ridiculous number of tap beers, the wine that they've imported, it just it's 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 unparalleled, and it makes my neighborhood, since they're three less than three blocks from me, better than it otherwise might be. They're going through a challenging time, but apparently, curbside pickup is going exceptionally well for them. Yeah, I had uh, the Cubano today. I watched you uh, hammer one down. I totally hammered that thing down. It yeah, was no, so it, was, it was like delicious. The way you treated that sandwich was against the Geneva Conventions. It really was. It was kind of <laughs> was, was kind of disappointing. It was uh, not disappointing. I know, <laughs> no, I'm I meant sure my handling of it. No, I just i I was like, I didn't realize that you had that dark a side to your persona that being said they have an incredible array of food and recently approved to be able to take beer and wine away at the curbside pickup so you're like man i could use a chicken sandwich some homemade fries and a four pack of some artisanal beer that brian would hate you can go ahead and do that and all you have to do is get a hold of them yeah and john was double gloving it again today what do you mean double gloving he it? double gloves it <laughs> what you mean like you mean two gloves on each hand yes so he's going the quad. Double glove. Quad. Double glove each hand, quad glove. Well, I mean, how safe can you be, right? I mean, the last thing you want is to get that little tear. And don't tell me again about your experience no, in the no, 80s, please. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm don't, sorry. Don't tell me Sarah, again. Sarah, I'm sorry. Don't know. Uh, I... I love it. Be a safety person. Oh, no. That's good. Or as my friend Kevin, who I re- re- referred to earlier in the show, who provided both the intro song and my first song I picked, Safety Third. Safety third. <laughs> Busters on 28th.com. You can find them online. Give them a call. Again, Sean and I have kind of reached a point in our lives, even before COVID, where we're both sort of done tolerating inadequacy and bullshit. And so we won't accept a sponsor that doesn't fit the values of what we do. It's the only reason we got into business together is we have a certain philosophy. It's why you donate money from your sales to the right kind of local businesses. We're not going to bring somebody garbage on board ever. No, it's kind of crazy, too, because the first time I met Sarah Morris was at the warming house. I brought my daughter to see her and it was so cool to meet her. That was I don't know when that was, maybe a year ago. Somewhere pre-COVID, I'll tell you that. It sure and the hell was. <laughs> and it was just such a great show. Sarah, before we get back oh, to you. Festival of the Valkyries, um, oh, also, yeah. I, I do want to make a very quick mention to AudioQuip.com. Yes. Without them, we, c- we don't have this studio that we have right now, which surprisingly, in a very unassuming small space in South Minneapolis on 38th and Chicago, we have equipment in here 
I don't know. There, I've been in radio stations with way shittier equipment than <laughs> so this. Have I, so have I. So Just saying. Especially so, my first like five on air gigs were just horrible. For real. So horrible. Audioquip.com as in audio equipment. Please do check them out. So Festival of the Valkyries. Before we get back to that, I know Sarah that one of your claims to fame, which I absolutely love because they're done so charmingly and they're so honest. And I think that's the whole nature right now, right? With everything breaking down and everything feeling weird. People's bullshit meters have never been more finely tuned. There's so much joy in your Toilet Tunes series online that it's it's hard not to get caught up in it. It's actually infectious, but now's a hard time to be close to each other. Are you trying to find a way to still do those, or are those on hold for a while? Yeah, so thank you for saying all those very nice things. Toilet Tunes brings me so much joy. Uh, I, I was really stumped. The first week of... Like when we were leaning up against quarantine, you know, but not quite there. Right. Um, I ran a series of 20 second toilet tunes because we were learning that's how long you had to wash your hands. Right. <laughs> and I was like, you need a soundtrack. And so I, I got my kids involved on that. And that was good. And then my kids got tired of being, you know, my show monkey. So, <laughs> um, so what I have done is once a week, and actually I'm doing one after our podcast today, once a week, I call up a friend on FaceTime or Zoom on my on my tablet. Oh, yeah. And I set that tablet on a, on a cute little chair, and I sit it next to me. I kind of feel like I'm on Sesame Street, and like I'm a human, and they're like my little, my Muppet. But um, if this makes any sense to you, we do we stick to the 20 second parameter so that uh, we do classic songs. I've rewritten a lot of bad lyrics to make them COVID, you know, uh, relevant, I guess mm-hmm. we and uh, and that's what we've done. So there's a really bad latency situation. So you can't actually sing together. So um, it had to be like lots of echoes and stuff. But we had Doug Collins last week. He did uh, Flowers on the Wall with me, which we didn't have to change any of the lyrics because the chorus of that is just like, are you bored? I'm sorry to interrupt. Oak Ridge boys, yeah. flowers on the wall. Oh, the Statler, Statler, Statler brothers. brothers. It is the Statler brothers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, like, I th- they might both do it. That's interesting. Probably, interesting. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, you know, smoking cigarettes and watching uh-huh. captain kangaroo. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Because that guy, I mean, just, that guy just passed, right? What you can do <laughs> to pass the time. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, and I'm sorry I interrupted you like that. I just, you, you literally time traveled me back more than 40 <laughs> years when you said that. And I, I, I was lost in space. I was, I was. Well, I like it. Tunneling through time. <laughs> Sarah Morris is our guest. She's been a guest on the show before and she absolutely will be again. But tomorrow, Friday, May 1st, and we'll publish this the yeah. second we're done here, is the Festival of Valkyries and it's all damn day. Why is it important? Well, it's important for, all the reasons. One is anybody who loves the upper Midwest and this particular music community, we're going to be featuring some of the best singers, songwriters, and performers we have. Two, there's going to be panel talks. There's going to be a keynote speech promoting women in music. And yes, it has local impacts, but it also has much wider impacts in terms of who the fuck are we? Like, I mean, like, let's just be better to every goddamn human being. It makes me so angry sometimes. Mm-hmm. But also, the lineup that you have gotten together. So we've talked a little bit about the... Uh, we've talked about the panel discussions. We've talked about Andrea Swenson. 
But the actual lineup, you know, so many of these people have, A, already been on the show. So that's the last, that's the only small pat on the back I'm going to give to Sean or myself. But we're talking about people <laughs> like Cat Perkins. We're talking about people like Annie Mack, who we just heard, Venus DeMars, Jillian Ray, Galen Lee, Kiss the Tiger, Faith Boblet. By the way, those last two have already both been on the show. Uh, <laughs> Mary Bue. I mean, there are so many. That, it, it's too long to go on. Shannon Blowtorch, who, by the way, you know, I got to know over the last few years because she did so many events for The Current. Every time I was around her, I'm like, she's literally cooler than Fonzie. Like, it, 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 <laughs> I, I, was, I was so intimidated around her every time, not because she was tough, but because I'm like, she just, she has that effortless cool. And I'm like, and then she would play a set and I'd be like, son of a she's awesome and and so just so many good people are going to be part of this lineup before we talk about anybody else that's going to be part of it or hear this next song by katie vernon who oh i had to mention she's already been on the show as well she hasn't she actually (laughs) taught me uke lessons online we did a couple of sessions via facebook uh facetime and she taught me how to play the uke oh well hey how great is she two things three things she's amazing yep Two, that is a super cool story. Three, never bring your ukulele into the studio. I promise never to bring it in <laughs> here. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I know. Uh, also, like, Joanne Parker's a bit. So here's what I want to ask you before we get into this next song and before we make this go on too long, because I know you have places to get to, Sarah. Um, so for people to tune in tomorrow, where where yeah. do they where do they start? So they start, the panel is going to be on Zoom, and you can go to Valkyrie Music Co., uh, that's our Facebook handle, and there will be a link there, or the Festival of the Valkyries Facebook link, there's um, there's a link there, or our website, which is valkyriemusicco.com, that has a link tree to everything, but the panel, you can either watch it on Facebook, because we'll stream it there, but we recommend... Uh, the free sign up for the Zoom portion because that way you can ask questions and the panel, you know, panels always work the best with people asking questions. Um, that's how conversation goes, right? And then we have all the music will be taking place on Facebook. The thing with it, it's a public Facebook page. So even if you don't have a Facebook account, you can still watch it which everyone's like, oh, I don't have Facebook, but you still can, you have an internet, you can do this. Um, and you Valkyrie Music Co., that's our handle, and they're all going to be right there. And then if you want to do the Shannon Blowtorch dance party, that's <laughs> going to be the same Zoom link. That's at 9 o'clock. Oof. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see where I'm at at 9 o'clock tomorrow, but maybe. <laughs> um, the, the other thing I want to ask, and, you know, you have probably a more unique insight into this, a lot of people are going to be okay, even if we're locked down for a while. But there are a lot of people who, even if they have side gigs or side hustles, that be, being a musician already doesn't have a very high margin, and this is what they do. This is how they express. Sure, it's nice to have people listen to your songs and say nice words, but you also have to go out and buy SpaghettiOs, right? Like, I mean, like you have right. things you have to do. What would you say for the people who are participating tomorrow in the Festival of the Valkyries how do people best support the local musician? Again, I'm not expecting anyone to write you a $10,000 check unless, of course, that's within their means and do not stop <laughs> yourself. But I mean, you know, like even, sure. if, if I can throw 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 50 bucks at a local musician, how do I do that? What, what is the best way for the average person to support a local musician? I think the best way for a one-off support is through a Venmo or a PayPal account. And tomorrow during each artist's set, we will have their specific Venmo or PayPal link because 
we, the Valkyrie Music Collective, like so passionate to us that all of these women um, get paid. You know, that's we get paid. You know what I mean? Like we, <laughs> exactly. we value them so much. Got to make that and, money. Um, you do. And we have a wonderful sponsorship situation going on. So we have to shout out our gratitude there, but, um, but we do need the audience to chip in and, and tip those artists. If you have a particular artist that you are um, really passionate about, most people that I know have started a Patreon in this time. Um, I've had one for a while. It sounds like you have also had one. Patreon is a really lovely way to, uh, what would be the right way to say it? I mean, to patronize, I like, guess, to, yeah. to help financially support um, an artist, but more enjoyable, I feel like, than just that exchange of, you know, of money is that you're usually they're building community. Um, I know that with my patrons, like I have something once a week, I check in with them in a special way and they get special recordings and they get um, special videos. And so a lot of the artists out there have started that in quarantine because it's, you know, one way to keep income going because I think a lot of us are busy creating still, you know, Vicki Emerson, one of my collective um, co-founders, she just released a new single that was entirely recorded, you know, distance, like she was in her bedroom with her kids, like helping her with the microphone and the guitar player was in his laundry room 10 miles away. And um, so there's a lot of creativity going on, but of course, to bring that all to life, um, some amount of financial situation is, is needed. Well, exactly. And I, I don't think anybody who, like we do have a Patreon account. It's patreon.com, Brian Oak Show. It's not making us rich, but it allows us to keep this studio open and it allows us mm-hmm. to bring content and it allows us to promote local artists, entrepreneurs, chefs, yeah. whoever the case is. And it doesn't take a lot. Like I'm not asking anybody to throw $100 a month at us. That being said, if you have $100 a month, I'm not throw saying it. don't throw it at <laughs> Throw <us>. it. <laughs> but I, I did the same with local artists, right? Like the margins yep. are thin and these days they've never been thinner. And somehow every time I've talked to you, Sarah, which, sorry, what is it, twice now? Yeah. <laughs> it's only twice, but I've really enjoyed it so much both times. No, you actually fill my heart with joy every single time, but we do have to wrap this show up. So before we say goodbye, it's Festival of the Valkyries, and my understanding is the information is at valkyriemusicco.com, and Valkyrie is not a word that, well, other than D&D players use very often, so it's V-A-L-K-Y-R-I musicco.com. Um, go check it out. Tomorrow's going to be a super fun day. I'm actually looking forward to it because you know what I have on the books tomorrow? Literally, literally fucking nothing. So (laughs) I am going to, I'm going to spend the whole day with Festival of the Valkyries. And although I'm kind of broke myself, I'm going to find a couple people to, to throw a couple dollars at. It's not going to be a lot, but it's going to be, but that's the whole bit, right? With, with crowdsourcing is it doesn't take a lot from each individual, but when you get a lot of people together who are like, holy shit, that was a great song. Throw $2, throw $8, throw $15 in and let that person not worry about their air conditioning electric bill, bill, electric yeah. bill, whatever the case may be. Um, so uh, before we say goodbye, um, I just want to say thank you again very much, Sarah. And also, will you please tell your good friend Vicki Emerson to shoot me a message sometime? Because she should probably be on this show. 
she should be. You guys would hit it off famously. So yes, I will absolutely do that. All right. uh, can I mention also that in addition to financial like support tomorrow, anybody who like when you click on a live stream video and you start watching like Jillian Ray and you're like, oh my God, she is just killing it. She's at 11 a.m. You start a watch party and that encourages more people to watch it. And so that's like one of the biggest things we're doing tomorrow is even if you can't support an artist directly, like you're going to support them by sharing the video, liking the video. I mean, that's how many hands make light work. You know? We should bank T-shirts. Oof. Where's Yua Vang when you need her? Seriously, like, so Yua Vang, I have I have one of her needlework, our needlepoint works hanging here in the studio, and I know that she's part of what's happening tomorrow. I feel like tomorrow yeah. there's going to be a lot of good information. I feel like tomorrow there's going to be a lot of amazing music, and I feel like tomorrow is important, you know? Like, I mean, even if there wasn't a global pandemic unfolding around us right now, this is an important moment, and it's got to keep happening. And so, Sarah, in all sincerity, thank you and your friends and your colleagues for doing something that means this much, especially right now. Well, thank you so much for saying that. I really am grateful that you were willing to have a conversation about this. It's like, and plus, it was just good to talk to you again, both of you. Agreed. You too, dear. Thank you so much. We need to have we need to have a quick moment of silence. It's very important to do this. A moment of silence for Katie Vernon's toe. She broke her damn toe again. I feel so bad for Katie. Did you hear about this? And then went and did some sort of live stream. I know she did. Immediately with a broken toe. Broke to- I've broken my well, toe. I love her. She's a trooper. Damn right she is. She's not only and a trooper. And she's an ABBA, so actually she's a super trooper. Can oh, I say that now? See what she did there? Kapow! Her toes are gonna break now. Talk yes. about something that needs to be on a nice. T-shirt. Uh, Sarah, we're going to go into Katie Vernon right now, and um, we're going to come back and wrap things up real quick. But um, I want to say goodbye to you right now, and I want you to tell me why you decided of the many amazing women who are spread across the entire day tomorrow of the Festival of the Valkyries. Again, Festival uh, sorry, ValkyrieMusic.co, or pardon me, ValkyrieMusicCo.com is where you want to go to start yeah. your information. Why did you choose Katie Vernon as your second song? Oh, Katie is such a supporter of all things um, music community, and she's just such a big shining light about that stuff. I feel like she's always collaborating with new people and really working to bring things together through her work in Dissonance and um, Morningside After Dark. She just, she's there, I mean, for everybody. And, and I love that. And I love her music, the last album that Sue departs with Kevin Bow. Uh, it's fantastic. So let's, let's listen.
In Your Shoes, Minnesota music from Katie Vernon from Suit of Hearts. It's called In Your Shoes for Daisy. And she is one of many amazing, talented local women who will be part of Festival of the Valkyries tomorrow, Friday, May 1st, 2020. Here's the deal. Maybe you don't have all day every day. But for those of us who do have all day, every damn day, this thing starts at 8.30 in the morning, goes till well past 9.30 at night. There are going to be panels of local female musicians, managers, DJs. There are going to be incredible live performances, and there are going to be DJ sets from people like Shannon Blowtorch, who is cooler than even when Sean and I were young and fit and handsome, Hmm. cooler than both of us combined. That was not hard to do. No, I, okay, well, maybe, maybe maybe I'm damning her with faint <laughs> praise right there. Uh, I had about two minutes where I was kind of cool, <laughs> but it went, it went by pretty quickly. My point is, you know, the fact that there is this celebration of women in Minnesota music is wonderful. The fact that we still have to do this sort of thing is criminal. You know, women, they're human beings, right? And I know a lot of super talented, really creative, wonderfully effective, powerful, intelligent women. It's a bummer, but here we are. So don't forget, tomorrow, Festival of the Valkyries, Friday, May 1st, 2020, all damn day. Unless you wake up at the time I do, it's going to be on when you start waking up, and it might be on when you're still going to sleep. Valkyrie Music Collective uh, pardon me, ValkyrieMusicCo.com to get all the information you need. I don't know. I know you're Mr. Technology, so this... No, I'm not. That was sarcasm. I see. But I like to mirror the Mac with the screen in my living room. So while I'm working and doing other stuff, I can just throw this up on the big screen. It comes through the Bluetooth speakers, and I get to sit there and get to watch them do their show while I'm working. How do you throw it on the TV? Is that like with a, like a chrome stick or a fire Somehow it, bug? Somehow it breaks up into a million tiny pieces, like no, Willy Wonka in the that. Chocolate Factory. I and actually, it shows I'm, ask, I'm actually asking for your help right now. Like, I know that there's like a little stick you can put on the back of the TV, or, <laughs> it, just, or it just happens. Well, it's Bluetooth. It just Bluetooths it. And Bluetooth the, will bring the video over? Yeah, right over and the audio, and it sounds great and looks great. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty pretty dandy. Well, I'll be out in the garage still trying to make a fire with flint and steel. Um, <laughs> so I hope everyone enjoys the performance. His name is Sean Bernard. My name is Brian Oak. Again, my deep and sincere thanks to one of the warmest people I've ever met in the course of doing this, or really doing anything I've ever done, Sarah Morris. You should find her online. But also make sure you check out, I don't, I don't think she's performing tomorrow, actually, as part of the Festival of Valkyries. I can't find her name on there, but Joanne Parker, who's been on the show, Katie Vernon, who we just heard, many people who have been on the show will be performing, and also many other amazing women. And again, remember, this is a celebration of women, all gender, racial, sexual identities, it doesn't matter, women in Minnesota music, and that's an important thing because we have a ton of them. Thanks to our supporters, Smart Start MN. Thanks to Busters on 28th. Thanks to Audio Quip. Hey, Sean Bernard, thank you. You got it. Oh, man. That gets less <laughs> sincere every time you say that kind of stuff. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's the Brian Oak Show, episode 52. I hope you've enjoyed the music here, and I'm going to leave you with one song, and it's a song that maybe feels like low-hanging fruit, but the first thing I saw this morning when I woke up way too early was that the Jim Henson studio had dropped a new version of this particular classic, and it is so good and so strong so that when my wife came 
downstairs early this morning. <laughs> I, you know, I had tears streaming down my face because you know me, Sean. You know I love to cry. You right? do like to cry. A bit. I, I, really I thought I like to cry. Oh, but you yeah. really like to cry. Look, I'll get you my rate card anytime you <laughs> want to start taking lessons. I'll let you know. Um, this song though is a masterpiece, and it was not only because I was a kid, not just because of nostalgia. It, it it's still it's it's powerful and it means a lot. It speaks to both the legacy of its creators and also its enduring quality. And a new version of this came out today. So if you want to look it up, it's called A Special Performance of Rainbow Connection from Kermit the Frog. You can find it on YouTube. And it's a masterpiece. We'll see you next time on The Brian Oak Show. On The Brian Oak Show. It's something that I'm supposed to